Think you need to compromise who you are to advance your career as a black or brown woman? Think again. Because there's a playbook for corporate America and those aren't the rules. But you won't find it in college or on the job. I know, because I learned the hard way. And now I'm here to show you how the game is played. Hi, I'm Linda Talaferro, the Vice President of Quality at a global technology company and founder of The Tea, The Extra Effort, where I help black and brown women like you change the trajectory of their career with one-on-one coaching, workshops, and this podcast, Being Brown at Work. If you want to know how black and brown women are navigating everything from microaggressions to being the only person of color in the room so they can blaze their trail through corporate America, listen now. Greetings, everyone. It is your girl, Linda Talaferro, being brown at work live. Again, of course, I'm going to say this favorite time of the week, and you have yours truly today. I'm going to be talking about resiliency and the connection to emotional intelligence. I know I've shared probably earlier this year, uh, if you following me, you know my word for this year was resilience, the ability to bounce back from whatever obstacle, whatever roadblock was put into your way, whatever situation that you had, having that resiliency to encounter it and then bounce back from it. That's been my word for the year. But what I want to do today in this Being Brown at Work Live is specifically talk about the link of resiliency to emotional intelligence. So I put together some information that I'm going to share with you and step through this as we talk about that, because I think it's so critically important that we understand how much the skill of emotional intelligence plays in having a successful career as black and brown women. I mean, we cannot short side emotional intelligence. It is too critical, too critical. So I want to step through this information with you. So resiliency, word that's been around forever, but it's become probably more prevalent in the last five to 10 years. And specifically in the black and brown community, especially women in the workplace, you know, that is where we have to practice it even more than others because of roadblocks, as I mentioned, because of stallers, because of setback, things that are not in our control. Although it may be part of everyone's career at some point in time, it is definitely much more prevalent for black and brown women. So, you know, what does emotional intelligence have to do with this? And, you know, I do a lot of research. I'm sure you do. I read a lot of studies. And James Watley, who is a a doctor, PhD, this is a few years back. You can see September 26th when I put this. He made this statement, which I I just thought so sums up, you know, my constant thing that I share with you where I say who you are personally is who you are professionally. So his statement here, and I'm going to read it. Other black professionals may have sound business knowledge and skills, but may lack the personal skills in order to navigate or negotiate rationally complex issues. 
For example, if a Wharton grad, and we all know Wharton, Ivy League Business School, is unable to recognize that his feelings of loneliness impacts his willingness to engage others on a team project, then all may be lost. Yes. I mean, the fact that this example that he's talking about, a person dealing with loneliness in their personal lives will definitely show up in their professional life. But if you don't have a high level of self-awareness, then you, which is a major pillar in emotional intelligence, then it's, it can be lost for you. So it's career success, career movement in the right direction can be lost for you. That's why emotional intelligence is so important. And there's a lot of nuances around it for black and brown women. It's not just as simple as self-awareness. We need to be authentically self-aware, knowing who we are as Black women, understanding how we are looked at and viewed in the workplace, in society in general, and being able to, within ourselves and being ourselves, work through that and successfully do so in the workplace. And that's what drives agility, that ability to flex, that ability to move, that ability to go in different directions when you need to. I mean, emotional intelligence is at the root of everything that we do, everything that we do. That's why I wanted to spend some time on it tonight to talk through it during this live. And so let me share the aspects of it. I'm not going to dig deep into all of the four quadrants of emotional intelligence. And I'm sure you've seen this before, but it's, you know, who I am and what I do. I mean, that's basically what emotional intelligence is. I love to say that it's your being because, you know, you often hear me talk about we focus so much on doing that we forget about the being. In order for us to be resilient, to be able to bounce back, it takes strong emotional intelligence, a deep self-awareness of who we are as black and brown women. What does our culture bring into play? What does our experiences bring into play? We have the intersectionality of various things, age, gender, race, within that are how we were brought up. Like I was brought up, work hard, keep your head down, be better than the next person, You have to work hard. You have to be better than everybody else, Linda, because the only way to get anywhere is to be better because then that makes it equal for you. Not necessarily so, but that's what I was taught. And that's what most brown and black women were taught growing up. So who am I? Right. And then what do I do? What are my social skills? What are my self-management skills? And I only can be successful at what I do. If I completely understand who I am, completely understand who I am. And the only way I can be resilient and bounce back is to have that deep self-awareness of who I am. And I can do that authentically and being able to be agile at the same time, all ties together. What I put together myself and how I work with my clients in order to get that deep, deep sense of self-awareness and to really be able to be good at being, you've got to do what I love to call peel back, connect and grow. 
my PCG approach. I mean, how do you see yourself right now? Is inclusive of how others see you. And that's probably how you're showing up every day is what you believe in your head, what people have told you. And then that's how you show up every day. But the difference is just think about if you could see yourself clearly, if you really did the deep work and be able to truly see yourself, have that deep self-awareness. And at the same time, get some 360 feedback, get some feedback from your audience so that you know how other people see you, not how you perceive or you think other people see you, but truly knowing how other people see you. And the difference then is when you get to that, then you show up strong. Your being is extremely strong then. And from that point on, there's nothing but growth that takes place. So that's why I'm sharing with you. It is extremely important. If you are going to have a level of resiliency, which is so necessary as black and brown women in the workplace, it actually is for anyone. Don't get me wrong. Roadblocks, installers, things happen for everyone, but at a different level, whether it's at a different heightened level or has deep underlying other issues uh, biases, things that exist for black and brown women, if we're going to be able to be resilient, which then allows us to be agile and move through this, this career journey, we have got to make sure that our emotional intelligence is at a whole nother level. Every aspect of emotional intelligence, but it starts with Knowing that you know that you know who you are, who you are, having that really deep self-awareness. And that is, when I say knowing who you are, that is all the beautiful stuff. Or as it said in the song, all my pretty and my ugly. You know, knowing both aspects, knowing every single side of ourselves, a deep self-awareness. So that then we can self-manage, we can relationship build, and we can relationship manage. But it starts with ourselves. And that's when the EQ becomes extremely strong. Resiliency is then almost like a superpower for us. It's almost, it's an aid in us as black and brown women anyway. Resiliency is. But it becomes even stronger. It becomes that extra muscle that we have when it's rooted in high emotional intelligence. So how does one support the other? That's exactly how. What's the so what? Why does it make a difference? That's how it makes a difference. We cannot. I mean, I I don't know how I can continue to stress this more than I have. We have really got to make the connection that who we are personally is who we are professionally. If we don't come to that realization and make that connection, we will continue in these spirals of wondering, hey, why I show up every day and I work hard and it's not making a difference. We will continue to wonder why. We will continue to be confused. We will continue to look left and right and see things happening for others. It's not happening for ourselves. 
It may sound like a simple connection to make, but it's not. It really isn't. It really takes that peeling back that I mentioned earlier and connecting the dots so that you can then grow. You get that aha moment. The light bulb comes on. You connect that who you are personally is who you are professionally. And then you do the work on the being piece. You're part of being because you've been focused so much on doing. And when all that comes together, resiliency is another muscle and the obstacles, although always come, will be there and they're not necessarily easy, but will become manageable for you to move on to the next level and show up in the authentic leader that you know you are. That's the key. We we know we have that leadership inside of us. We know we have those skills. It's assuring that everyone else sees those. It's letting other people see those in us as well. And until we make that connection, just like Dr. James Watley shared in that um, that piece that I showed you in the study that he did, that young man didn't make the connection to his loneliness and his inability to work on teams. Until we make that connection, we will be forever in this confused, spiral, frustrated, not believing we're worth what we truly are. So I would offer to you, start working on your emotional intelligence. I would love to help you. If you need any help, reach out to me, send me a DM, you know, shoot me a message, shoot me an email. Uh, would love to dig a little deeper with you and, and help you make that connection to who you are personally as who you are professionally and doing some of that peeling back. Growth is everything. And I know that I know that I know that it's possible because not only have I done it, there's various of my other guests that you've seen on Being Brown at Work Live. They've all done it. Every single one of them, black and brown women, they've all done it. So we know that it's possible. Don't let anyone tell you that it's not. If you don't believe, I'll believe for you. How about that? Reach out to me and I'll believe for you. That is definitely possible. Again, resiliency, emotional intelligence goes together. You can have one without the other, but you'll be much more stronger because having one with the other. Yes, Terry, we have unapologetically honest about self-work and connecting the dots. Yes, Terry just said it. Who's joining us live? We have to do that unapologetically. Love that, Terry. Thanks for sharing that. So connect those dots like Terry shared and do the necessary work because you're worth it. That leader within you doesn't have to just stay within you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Catch me next on Bringing Bound at Work Live. Take care. If you found this podcast empowering and are ready to master the skill that can take you anywhere, get my free guide, Workplace Confidence, in the resources section of this episode.